Featuring Anakin Skywalker over there. <laughs> hey man, it is cold. It is cold. And, uh, if it's and cold, is... if it's cold, why have you not had your hood on for the last hour? Because this is a handy way of covering up my broken headphones. <laughs> covering up your busted ass head. He does keep in the microphone. Apparently, you look Thank like you. Anakin. Thank you. That's a great compliment. I am a Jedi. You are not a Jedi. I am a Jedi. So there's a weight limit for Jedi's. <laughs> Listen, if Mitch well, not going to do it, well, at, well, at least once an episode. Once an episode. Well, at least I'm not getting heavier. I'm staying at that. I'm staying at that that heavy weight. <laughs> and that's a much. <laughs> Maybe I can put that picture of Bora in. Yeah, I'm not wearing the glasses this week either. It's starting to give me a headache. Well, that's Headache. because you are taking the piss out of the um, the poorly sighted. No, they're prescribed for me. They're proper glasses. Why well, don't you wear them then? Because I don't need them. Because they give you a headache. Why, yeah, why, are they prescribed? Headache. Why, why are they prescribed to you then? Because uh, they're supposed to be for like when I'm... Because you're getting old. Looking at small... Fo- well, yeah, basically. My eyes were always... I had to wear glasses when I was younger. And Same. then as I got older. There was like a vanity period... Where like you know you get someone and then uh, once you got them then you can wear glasses again in it. That's how it works. Uh, <laughs> there was a, was, there was a period where people who were wearing glasses were the cool kids. Never with me. Now, now it's now it's if you got beards. Yeah, I refused to wear my glasses when I was a kid because I used to get violated for it. So and I was like, I'm not wearing them, and now my eyes are fucked, and I have to wear them all the time. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll get an ache. It's true. Your eyes are fucked. <laughs> yeah, my eye ain't got a fucking lazy eye, though, you fucking brick. Keep telling people I've got a lazy eye. If you've got a fucking lazy body, you can't. How about that? But at least I'm not going far. Before anyway. we start what we're going to be doing, how's your. I saw, you, I saw you put that fleece on. I saw you put that fleece on. I saw how tight I was, bruv. Don't try me. Yeah, I didn't like that fleece. No, to be not fair, I'll, I'll, I, I wore that one. I've got one of them fleeces. <laughs> they don't fit very well. They're not great. No. Not How's your fantasy yes, league going? Yes, to answer your question, Mitch, is um, I won again this week. I am now eight and two. Yeah, Liam has got. Yeah, Liam is Liam is doing well. He has got uh, an easy, any a nice easier run in as well. I have got uh, a couple of uh, easier games coming. The problem is I have two blemishes on my record, and I ha- I have to beat the two people that beat me. Yes, Dave was one of them. And the other person I'm will get will get his. When you playing Dave again? Well, I was looking. I'm a, I, have to, I have to make the playoffs. Basically, oh. I was looking at that and I was like, "Why is there only there's only 15 weeks left?" And I was like, "Why can't I see yeah. you?" Because you, I could see you at the beginning of the season, and it did, yeah. I was getting bare confused. Yeah, there's there's uh, ten of us, so there's obviously not 20 games in an NFL season. Um, but this is ending quite early because obviously all the teams aren't available in the playoffs, so. Um, in order for them to run the playoffs kind of thing, they need to leave 16, 17, and 
18 weeks to, uh, you know, to play out. Well, at the moment, the where, Dave, where Dave is sitting, he is, I'd say you're two wins off of getting into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I've got some, uh, it's, it's hard to tell with my team. They're blowing hot and cold. But at some well, point, the, they were looking really good. And then at other see, points. You see the Broncos won yesterday, though. Yeah, three, three in a row. Broncos they have bring, won three games in a row. I haven't the, seen I mean, I had the Bills. I had the Bills defense and I was like, Oh yeah, I'm leaving the. I saw their plan. I was like, oh yeah, yeah the Bills defense are 100 going to slap them. I sh- I had the um. Oh, who's the who's the other defense? Uh, who's my other defense? Um, I had the Buccaneers, and I was like, oh no, I'll put in, I'll put the Bills in. Sure thing. Yeah, the Bills got me like fucking six points. The Buccaneers would have got me 13. I won by like 11 <laughs> points. Like I was shitting myself because I was like, I'm nine points in front. I got to be careful. I could lose here. There was. There was a point in my matchup because all my a lot of my players were on bye weeks, so I was used down to my bare bones. And uh, there was one point where, but just before the Bills Broncos game, I had the Bills quarterback, and I was one hundred points behind the person I was playing. And, and I didn't yeah. realize he was so far behind. I was like, "Are oh, you be fine? <laughs> You'd be fine." I'm like Liam. I got. I'm 100 points behind. It's just like, just how like, is he going to do? Ah. It's not going to. Unless he gets like 12, 12 touchdowns hey, and fucking like goes you, on You've always said about the Broncos being doo doo, and you were. Like, oh, it's possible. Yeah, not that possible. Well, Baker Mayfield did bits because uh, Jalen Hurts was on a uh, on a bye week, so he's bad next. He's yeah, bad he, this week. Always NFL knowledge comes from comes from fantasy football. <laughs> it is honestly, it does. It does. I mean, I know I knew some players. Like I knew Jalen Hurts. I know people have been talking about him for years. He's great, and I knew the Bills were okay. And the rest has honestly just been guesses, just yeah. guesses. But it's definitely have, more fun than doing like Premier League football. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent more fun. The Premier League one. The problem is, I know so much about Premier League football. I feel like I get lost in my own brain, and I'm like, oh, you have to pick all the best players. But it doesn't work that way. Because also everyone else has the best players. So you need to kind of be smart with it. Whereas this one, it is literally like, if I've got one player, no one else has him. And if you want him, you best come kiss my ass if you want him. Couldn't you you do a fantasy Premier League fantasy league like that, though? You could. It would take a lot of effort. And the problem is, is uh, there's not like a, there's no monetary value to an NFL league. It's just you draft your players. Whereas with the Premier League one, you've got, was it fifty? Is it a hundred million? Budget. You got like a yeah. You got a budget to stick to in the. Uh, you got a budget, one. and it's kind yeah. of. I mean, you probably mm. could, but everyone's teams would still just be full of Man City, Liverpool. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> struggling now. <laughs> trying to think of who has. Other, I mean, there's a couple of Spurs players you probably want, like Madison and Son are going to get the goals and stuff. Um, maybe your keeper, even though he conceded bare goals, has been quite good. Maybe a couple of United players because they seem to score goals every now and again. Um, yeah, star players from Newcastle. people. Villa. Newcastle, Villa. Um, you'd put, probably put Bowen in there. Yeah. Um, maybe Ward Prowse too. Um, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just okay. speaking of Ward Prowse, he should be in England team. Just saying. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> just throwing it out there. I'm glad he's not because he can't get injured. So um, I am praying to all of the gods that exist that uh, wow. <laughs> Byron doesn't get injured because if he does, yeah. I'm going to cry. I will cry. Yeah, and I hope and I hope no no more Tottenham players get injured either. 
Yeah, we don't. <sighs> we don't want. I want. I want to talk about Premier League football because West Ham making me cry lately. Even though we've won, and nah, it's making me cry. Yeah. Big so, sad. Big sad. Big yeah. sad. Yeah. No one cares about Arsenal, Mitch. Before you say anything, shut up. <laughs> That's why we didn't mention it. That's why we didn't mention any Arsenal players in the fantasy bitch. Yeah. I honestly forgot about it. I forgot. I forgot. Uh, yeah, Sat, you'd have, uh, you'd have yeah, Saka. Saka, Odegaard. Oh, you said about Arsenal. Did you see that thing about um, Aaron Ramsdale? They were saying he has a trouble concentrating during games. All right. Well, you didn't see that? Yeah. No, I don't. It didn't say. It was like... Um, because obviously they did an interview with him, and he was saying, you know, what? he's a bit of a shit house, isn't he? he? Loves getting in, loves getting into it with, yeah. um, with the crowd. He's, a, I mean, he's a fantastic shit house. He's up there with some of the best. Um, and he was saying that he needs that like two minutes of madness to help him like concentrate. So it's like I get like two minutes of madness, and then it's like ten to fifteen minutes of like pure concentration. And I think for, he said it for him, like it helps him maybe what regulate his mind or something like that. And people are saying, oh, is this the reason that he got benched and stuff like that? But all oh, right, yeah. He says it's said to Ian Wright, apparently, from what yeah. I looked it up. No, that doesn't surprise me. That's I still think he, I still think he's um, he can score against Arsenal within the first three minutes when he's in goal. I feel like he needs a, a bit more uh, recept on his name. He does. Because he, uh, he was fantastic for you lot last season. Yeah. He was the reason you were where you were for quite a while. He's a great goalkeeper. He was, I still would I'm, pick him. I still put him over Pickford. Yes. Yeah. I'd have him over Pickford all day. Uh, I think as well, what didn't help him last season for, from last season is we were, like I think, the highest conceded. Apart, no, we are second highest goals conceded against us. Yeah, but you, did the, um, you had the mentality of you score one, we're going to score two. Yeah. And if you can, if you can, if you can back it up... Um, then you can play that. If West Ham tries to play that mentality, relegation. Because <laughs> we can't even score one. <laughs> As for the England goalkeeper, it probably should be Nick Pope. <clears throat> Man's playing Champions League football. True. So, yeah. Well, Ramsdale should be, but yeah. No, Ramsdale's in the Champions League team. <laughs> yeah. Um, and well, anyway, Pickford this is a... a team that nearly got relegated last season. Hey! hey, hey. Yeah. Well, they're full teams now. Anyway, this isn't this is this isn't a football idol chat. <laughs> it's turning into one. But you did actually. It is because you did want to talk about a footballer. Yeah, I did want to. Well, it's a loose term. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> well, technically, no, because uh, she's retired now. So technically, I'm right. Does she go so, she? I'm assuming so. Every article I've seen. Talking about her, as referred to her as her and she, so I'm assuming so. If I'm wrong, blame the articles. Blame the articles. Not my fault. I'm not a journalist. Do I get paid to be here? Am I paid to be? No. Not yet. If I'm paid to be here, oh, you'll get research that's paid for. If you don't get, Have if you... I'm not being paid, you will get quick lookings, and that's it. Have you even said her name yet? Megan Rapinoe. Is that her name? Is Megan in it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Megan. Megan Rapinoe. Can't stand her. Shit footballer. Um, thinks that she's the uh, the greatest. She probably thinks she's the greatest footballer in the world. I'm pretty sure she play. thinks she's better than Ronaldo. She couldn't play in the National League, mate. She couldn't play Sunday League. Simple as that. 
end of story. But so she had a retirement game. Um, I don't know if she plays club football, um, but she had a retirement game for, uh, for America, US and A. Um, and she got injured three minutes in. Love that. Fantastic. Almost made me as happy as when I watched uh, Dimitri Payet get injured and cry when he got carried off the pitch in the Europa League final. Chef's kiss that was. Beautiful. I enjoyed that. Um, and then she went on to go and be interviewed and was like, uh, I'm not a religious person, but if there was a God, this wouldn't have happened to me. Bruv, you're shit. End of story. Like, you're shit. You, well, you she's were... 30, she's 38 years old. Like Exactly. Old. One, like, one, you've got a shit haircut. No one likes your haircut. Your haircut's <laughs> shit. You played, you played for a team that was average in a below, below average... I don't want to call it a league because it's not really a league. What would you call it? No, because it's more, not necessarily just a competition. It's just whenever America play any other women's team, they normally just smash them. You're talking international football, but, though. She wasn't playing yeah, internationally. Yeah, yeah. She was playing for a club team. No, she was playing internationally, wasn't she? I'm sure she was uh, playing for America at the time. No, North NWSL Championship match. Oh, so she was, that's even funnier. That's even better. So she's playing for a club team. So she was playing in front of seven people instead of 70. Oh my God. She plays for OL Reign. I think that's OL is Leon, isn't it? Olympic Leon. She plays for a Leon. I think, I don't know. OL Reign. Oh, that's why then. She's she's playing in the French League. That's why she's a double cunt. That's why she's a double cunt. Do I know who they were playing against? Who? Gotham FC. Oh, yeah. Batman. And they lost 2-1. But yeah, no, I thought she was playing for the Americans. That shows how much I give a fuck about what team it was or when it was. All I saw is that she got injured three minutes in and cried about it and comp- and said that uh, if there was a god, she wouldn't have got injured. If there was a god, you wouldn't have played football. Okay? Oh, well, Wayne I mean, is an American I've team. Seen, I've, seen, I've seen your so-called football. Um, no. The fact that we no longer have to listen to her bitch and moan about how she should be paid as much as the male counterparts uh, that are top of the men's sport. No, because you don't generate the same amount of money. We've been through this. You generate the money, you can have it. She can take a mandatory role and she can get paid more. If I, I swear to you now, if I turn on the TV and she's doing punditry, I'm putting my my foot for it. I ain't listening to her. Her voice is irritating for stars. She knows fuck all about football. I mean, at least Alex Scott. At least Alex Scott knows about football. She knows I mean, fuck all. Her comments are her comments were a bit dumb. I mean, oh no, but fucking stupid. They're up herself. If there's a the, God, fact, that, the fact that Who? the fact that she started up by saying I'm not a religious person, but if there's a God, then this wouldn't have happened to me. If you're not a religious person, then maybe God would have liked that to happen to you. That's the that's the idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a bit narcissistic of her to uh, to say something like that. She's a very big narcissist anyway. You've seen that video from, uh, I think it's from the Ballon d'Or, when uh, some kid come up to her and wanted her to sign his ball. And she just sort of like took the ball, didn't even look at the kid, didn't say anything to him, just literally signed it and went like that and just shooed him away. Mm-hmm. It's like, bruv, you were wearing a blazer as a dress. Mm-hmm. I know English. I know. I know that the uh, that women's football don't pay that well. But fucking hell, you could have could have could have at least bought a dress and all. You look like a fucking idiot. I just don't. I just don't like her. I think she's oh, really? stuck up. 
I think she's stuck up. I'll tell you, I'll tell you how I really feel. I think she's stuck up. I think she's overrated. And I'm glad she got injured three minutes in. I wish she would have got injured at kickoff. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I'm glad she missed that penalty in America for America and that everyone hated her for it. I'm glad her career is over and I'm glad I don't have to look at a stupid fucking haircut anymore. Until she does punditry for Sky. I don't watch Sky anyway. I've got BT Sport, so... Oh, wow. She up, started to Kate, up to Kate Abdo. She started her career at 27. Started career at 27. <clears throat> Did you hear that reaction, Dave? Did you hear that reaction? 115 games played, 51 goals, 26 assists. Didn't you see that, Mitch? No. Oh, just looking for the fucks. Oh. There are none. No one cares about her. The only reason I want to talk about it is because I thought it was fucking funny that she was crying about it. God. See? God. If there was a God. <laughs> gets me hot. Gets me hot talking about it because it pisses me off. Well, you while you're hot, you might as well money. while you're hot, you might as well carry on. Worst is pissing you off. Right, <laughs> pissing me off. To the government. <laughs> the government. <laughs> <laughs> the government pissing me off. That fucking it's me off. Fucking that bitch ass. I can't even say her name. What is it? Suella Suella Braverman. Rob Braverman. Cartman. <laughs> Corella Cartman. Little sponsor. Uh, which, yeah, freeway sponsor us. Um, yeah, I just took a week. Yeah, freeway. If you if you don't sponsor us, then it means that you must also like the government. So that's all I'm saying. Um, so apparently now I know she's been sacked, um, and we've got the uh, the pig man back in office. Um, Cameron, Cameron, David Cameron, the pig fucker. Um, it is now apparent, yeah. as, as far as what I've seen, it seems to be now that it is illegal for the homeless to pitch up a tent and basically not have to sleep on a cardboard box on a bench. And it baffles me. You're saying I can't pitch a tent in public? You cannot pitch a tent in public in both senses oh. of the word, now, Dave. Both senses of the word. You can't do it anymore. It's illegal. That's a piss tent. You can't pitch a tent or pitch a tent in your pants. You can't do either. <laughs> Many times I like to sit around, pitch a tent, get a fire going. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, some, apparently roast now. Roast some marshmallows. Roast some mallows. Make some, roast make some, some nuts. S'mores. Make some smalls. <laughs> it do be illegal now, apparently, and I think it's fucking ridiculous that you can't. That you're, you're just pitch a tent in public. You pitch a tent in public, yes. You can't. You can't pitch a tent in public. You can't pitch a tent in public. No, no apparently you're not, you? the, um, the kids around. The police, the police are um, have been taking the tent. I was I was going to say <laughs> they've been taking the erected tents, and I was like, that's probably not a great. That's not a good. Not good wordage. <laughs> Um, that's not good words. Um, but they were seen taking the tents from the homeless and dashing them into the back of a bin lorry. People have been saying that they've not even been checking to see if they're empty. They've been just dashing them in there with all people's uh, whatever belongings they have left. Just dashing them in there. I've had the idea of like the dashing homeless in there. Like, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, oh, it's this just... gets me heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would you expect anything less from the incompetent government? Oh, no. As we have said once, and we will say many a times, we say, fuck the Tories. Um, 
just because we can. Uh, well, the, I just, well, I just, I can't believe that they that this is actually now a law. It's ridiculous. Am I the only one that thinks it's ridiculous? No, I saw, um, I saw like uh, people like in like, the grounds of like hostels and stuff like that. People would pitch tents there, kind of thing, to uh, you know, for a place to stay while they're visiting sick, sick relatives, or if they're a doctor or a nurse that hasn't got much to live on, but you know, they haven't got any accommodation, living in a tent. Tents always well, a good, they... good option. It's just that to be homeless. No, but I feel well. The amount of charging for fucking things now, going that way. But anyway, yeah, Tua Robin got a lot of shit for that and got canned, didn't she? By the uh, by, Rishi she, Sunak. Yeah. Yep. Yes, I'm not going to say his name. And in, I'll get it wrong, but yes. And in the process, led to the return of, like you said, the pig fucker himself, David Cameron, to come in as foreign secretary. Yep. Um. So I'm just quickly um, so the guy, spinning through the, guy, the um. The guy that quit. Because Brexit happened, was voted on, is now the guy that's got. Surely Brexit's got to have something to do with the foreign secretary, hasn't it? Well, yeah, well, Brexit means Brexit, remember? Yeah, Brexit oh, yeah. means how, Brexit. No surrender. How can I forget? No, so he sits um... forward. We said Brexit, he sat forward. He was like, right, now is my time to shine. <laughs> if I speak, <laughs> I prefer not to speak. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like it's pretty mad. Say he, he's dead. He's either, like, either tells me either Brexit's getting like called down on or like reversed in some way, which he can't be reversed. It's, I it's, can't really it comment on it because I'll it be completely honest. I don't even fucking. I, I think don't even understand I think, it. I think that's completely finalised now, isn't it? They're I think just... David Cameron needs a job, so he is taking whatever job is available. Yeah, his so, um, his um, retirement fund wasn't enough. Well, you ran out of pigs to fuck. <laughs> yeah. And Liz Truss I is just, still uh... there as well. Could you still get paid for being the next Prime Minister? No, the problem is, Liam, the Tories are in power and the opposition ain't much better. That's, that's the, that is the big issue. They're just a better, they're the better liars. That's all it is. They're the better liars. I've said this before. No, when, it comes to, the... when it comes to politics, it comes down to who is the better liar. It's as simple they're as that. Liars. They're the lies with better intentions. Seemingly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're yeah, going to do this. That. Not really, but we're going to. We promise, not really. That's basically what it is. Everyone's like, yeah, we're going to we're gonna make sure we do this. Yeah, not really. But then what we also try and do is we'll make sure that we do this. Yeah, fuck off. While we're man. talking about politicians, have you seen who's going into the I'm a Celeb jungle? This yes. Trust? No, Nigel, Nigel Farage. Farage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch this sort of shit. But I will be tempted to watch this because that weird-looking freak is definitely going to say something out of pocket. Well, he's going to be given all the fucking tasks. That, he is going like, to do every task. I don't know. There's a lot of racists in this country. Trials. There's a lot of racists that are going to back him. No, no, no. They'll still get. They'll, they'll get a lot of trials. I reckon. Uh, people spent. People. Depends <laughs> I don't know who else. It does depend who else is in there. Uh, I can go through the list if you want. If Philip Schofield goes in there, then he's not in there. Oh, <laughs> Schofy, Schofy, baby. No, I don't think he's in there. Yeah, uh, but anyway, the uh... no one else really sort of like 
Marvin Humes what, is in there. What we need is like a, a charismatic leader to come by and give many speeches about what people are thinking. But there's no, the, the Barack. No, that is not well Barack, last time. But it's of the Barack Obama variety and not the oh, other variety. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was wasn't sure why he was going. I was like, no, 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 no. Not that again, please. Jamie Lynn Spears is going in there. Oh, she's definitely oh, getting Brindy all the Spears. trials. Brittany Spears' sister, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam Thompson. I don't know who that is. Who? Josie Gibson. Who? She oh, I won. know. Who, I know one person who's going in there, but I don't know her. I know. I always forget. I think is it is it is it Nell? Fred's going Nella in Rose. there, by the way. Oh yeah, Fred from First Dates and from and the the from uh, all right. Gordon, Gina, and Fred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Nella Rose is going in there. She's the one who does the vid- videos of like Philly and yeah. Harry Panera. Okay. She's going in there. I feel like people are going to, because she'll do a lot of, um, she'll do a lot of trials because obviously there's, the audience is going to watch it. They're going to, they're going to vote and stuff like that. Best, you best believe, you best believe that people like Philly and Chunks are going to get people to vote for Nella to, to do uh why do I have a feeling that, that this year's Amma Celeb is going to be based around food? Because they've got Fred in there and they've also put a food critic in there. It's always about the food, though, isn't it? Like, who's going to eat a goat testicle or something? That's definitely Fred's, Fre- Fred Fred's French. So when that comes up, he's just going to be like, oh, this is great. That's Thierry Henry. <laughs> I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind the testicle so much. I think I'd be okay eating the testicle. <laughs> Maybe that's what we but, can do in another chat one day. We'll go through all the bush tucker uh, trials and say... I am, not doing do it I am not doing a bush tucker trial, especially when we're not being paid to do this. You can fuck off. No, we oh, can no, just no, say so whether we do it or not. Like the eating ones. A fish eye, no. Are we going to have to do... Are we going to have to have a segment where we uh, we keep track of Arma Celeb? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not watching Arma Celeb this year. You don't need to watch it. One of us does. Who wants to make the sacrifice? Hello, my friend. We meet again. Well, apparently, uh, none of us want to do it, but apparently, Alice just threw her hand up and she said she'll watch it. So, I mean, we I'm, might get away I'm, with not. I'm probably going to watch it anyway. We might get away with not having to watch it. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'll probably watch it anyway because Vicky watches it. So, I'll watch it with her. Well, she's actually going to watch TV. Shock. Well, going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> One eye on the TV, one eye on the rabbit hole, yeah? Yeah. And then both eyes on the rabbit hole. <laughs> what? Yeah, pause. <laughs> no pause. pause. Liam's, got, Liam's, got, Liam's got rabbits. <laughs> I've got three. Did your both eyes ever go down the rabbit hole? No. Because no. they don't look in the same direction. Oh, hard, really hard. <laughs> Getting boring with that mid fucking hell. I had to. I'm off this week. Tell you what, I did watch. I watched the Robbie Williams documentary on Netflix. Is it worth it? I haven't got around to watching it yet. Well, if I could compare it to the Beckham documentary that came out like a couple of weeks or a month beforehand. I feel like, I feel like that's unfair on the Robbie documentary straight off the bat. Because that Beckham documentary is fantastic. It's so good. Well, the main, the main difference that I found in it is that in the Robbie documentary, the person being interviewed is obviously Robbie and like a brief little bit with his current wife. And that's it. We don't see Guy Chambers, Gary Barlow, 
um, anyone that was working with him, any management team or anything like that. It's all Robbie from Robbie's perspective. So it's a very sort of this yeah. happened to me and woe is me and give me yeah. love and adulation. And so I'm guessing it, is... doesn't, it doesn't go into the in-depth of his and Gary Barlow's fallout. No, it does. Um, the good thing about the documentary is that basically Robbie Williams has been being filmed like practically all of his career, like from when he started in Take That all yeah. the way up until like he finally just like said no to the limelight anymore. Um, so there's loads of footage of everything of him behind the scenes and backstage and start recording stuff. Even Guy Chambers, when they go away and record albums and stuff, would take a camera and like film Robbie like while they're recording or while they're on holiday or some shit. Um, so that is interesting. You get to see a lot of that. Um, Robbie what hasn't seen any of the footage as well. So like he he's like his reactions to watching it back is seems seems to be very genuine. Um the difference is with the Beckham documentary is obviously with that one you get multiple perspectives of things that were going on in David Beckham's life. Um I would say that Beckham's Arguably Beckham's life was a bit more um tumultuous. I'd well say. I would well they both more publicly tumultuous. They both have the same kind of like issues where it comes to like fame and the media. Mm. So yeah. like, you know, there was like, Robbie at one time or another was obviously getting like hounded by paparazzi and couldn't go anywhere with this level of fame that he had. Um the one strikingly thing that of that is made obvious with when it comes to to it is that Robbie Williams doesn't seem very happy when being that famous. But he seems to be a lot happier when he is what he is now, basically living out in LA, chilled out with like his family and shit. And like he only comes back to work like when needed, you know. He hasn't got to make albums constantly. He hasn't got a tour all the time. And like the mid two thousands tour when he did like one of his biggest tours kind of thing is where you see like the kind of breakdown of his him mentally where he's just working all the time and going to different places and they showed his Nebworth concert yeah they showed Nebworth and they showed his Glastonbury performance as well um and yeah like you see how someone that is that far on the edge kind of thing is like being affected by it did they they ask him many questions regarding rock DJ and what the fuck he was thinking about with that music video, <laughs> uh, not with the music video, no. Damn it! But, um, he yeah, did say that. Think about it, because people still to this day remember what that music video is about. So, no. Robbie Williams said that um, he like they wrote Rock DJ like over the course of like ten months, kind of thing, and were very unsure whether to release it because it was very like oh, consider yourself our ah, home ah, kind of song. Is the way he describes described it, very laddie kind of thing. Um, so Liam's kind of yeah, very cockney. <laughs> he's from, he's not from London, so he's not, no, he's not, no. But, well, um, one of the things that is like that's like clear about it is that you see like his relationship with Guy Chambers, his writing partner, and how they came up with a lot of the um major hits that he made, and then their eventual fallout when Robbie moves to LA to get away from like the fame and the paparazzi and the sun newspaper basically. Yeah. Um, and that kind of affects their relationship because guys having to come over to LA, Robbie's not going to the UK like at all. 
and yeah eventually they kind of leave each other and that's where you see like robbie's career start to go down that's when he brings out um the root box album and no. how you you see how he has very like high hopes for a root box a single he thinks he's going to be like his biggest uh sing like, that his first hopes, something that he that, wants to do was that his first like solo like writing and all that as well then it was his first album that was yeah. sort of I think, but then he did have I think um, oh there was I think he did have uh, some stuff before that. We did it in the um, tier list, the Rod yeah. Williams um, one. Mm. Um, like you know the song um, "Come Undone." Yeah, um, that was mainly Robbie Williams that kind of done that one. Guy Chambers didn't want to like release it or anything because it was like too like personal, heavy, Low. too heavy and personal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 and as I said, like you see the substance um, abuse problems that he has. There's a few times where he's like recording himself in a diary kind of thing, just ranting at the camera, um, which is quite eye opening. And he's he probably even says himself, like, it's like hard to watch, it's like what is like looking at a different person when he looks into the eyes of himself. Um, there is any of him on the Ray Coke show, the watch the Ray Coke. Ray Cokes. They mm. had like a thing on like MTV back in the nineties, and they he went on there. And they were doing the smash, crush, crush, smash, flush, or something like that. And he looked like he was out of his All head right. on that. Well, that uh, if it was any point kind of thing, there was a lot of times when he definitely like was on it out, out of it. Like he started out with a substance problem when he left take that and went into rehab. Came out and had the like early career success with Let Me Entertain You, Angels, and then just from there, kind of thing, just started to like deteriorate back down into substance problems. Yeah. Um, there was the kind of revelation that Jerry Hallowell um, went on holiday with him in 2001 when she was at like the peak of her career, um, along with Guy Chambers as well. I don't know if that was just for. Jerry Hallowell's sake, to kind of thing to get uh, some some hits out to get to know Guy a bit and get some hits off of him as well. Mm. Um, but um, but she didn't seem to be like they did seem to be friends at the time. But Robbie said that uh, their relationship kind of deteriorated just because of all the cameras and the attention around them and some of the journalists saying that Jerry's the one that's turned us where you're you are and like she's the one that wants the attention and stuff. So that made Robbie, who's in that kind of mindset of don't trust anyone. Just like the world's out to get him, bollocks. Yeah, yeah. To say that you know people, like he said, people talking to him, and like he's always just thinking like what, like they're they're trying to get something from me, kind of thing. You know, they want something. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah, when you're in that mindset, you're not you're not happy, basically. No. Did they touch on the soccer raid? Nope. There's nothing on soccer raid. Jonathan Jonathan Frakes, his like mate that kind of like keeps him sane, was in it quite a bit. Mainly for when uh, Guy Chambers had left and he was on the tour and stuff. Yeah, that guy. That guy's just a suck up. He'll just do whatever Roy Williams says. <laughs> Bitch ass. Pretty much, yeah. There's a point where like Roy Williams is obviously like hurt and stuff, and he's taking steroids to kind of like get him through, get him through and stuff. And he's got doctors giving him injections for like painkillers and stuff. And you know, it's just it's hard to watch because obviously you know with, like what what would happen with like Michael Jackson and stuff where uh, people are just trying to ride him to like success because yeah. obviously he's on this yeah. massive tour that's making loads of money and stuff so they want him to go for as long as possible and yeah 
But as I said, it is a fascinating documentary to watch. Um, you don't get quite as many good moments between Robbie Williams' interaction with kids and family as you do in the Beckham one. Um, Beckham's interaction with like his wife and kids is probably like, yeah. the main reason to watch the Beckham documentary, in my yeah. opinion. Robbie's <clears throat> like Robbie's personal life is very private. Yeah, but you do see one. I think you saw his daughter and his son in there. Um, yeah, they did interview his wife about how they met and stuff. She seems to be a very good influence on him. And um, yeah, when they when he the difference leave, in that is with his kids is he's Robbie Williams. He didn't he didn't really he didn't crack America. That's why he's happy living in LA. Because to be honest, let's be real, have all the people that are there. He ain't that famous guy. He's just a rich guy because yeah. no one knows who he is. Whereas yeah. if you're a Beckham's kids, well, everyone knows who Victoria and David Beckham are. You don't even need mm. to love football. You know yeah. who they are. They, you got that yeah. last name. But they, live in the, but they live in the UK, though. <clears throat> yeah, but still. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, the documentary The Robbie One ends with him uh, basically going to his performance in the O2 Arena. Um, so like the one time he has to work kind of thing is it was and he's leaving his kids and his kids are crying and you know like there's drawn scene to go even though he's only going for like how a old of days or whatever. Uh his oldest daughter looks around early tens, maybe. I'll fucking grow up. Don't know that. Fucking cry I'm pretty girl. sure he's still got his place here. I'm pretty sure grow he's got up. a place in LA and he's got his place here. Probably, yeah. But yeah, um, what are you fucking what are you crying for? Yeah. So technically, go, go, cry, go cry in your fucking, go cry in your fucking mansion. Here. Oh, boo-hoo. He's got to leave for a couple of days and earn millions. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> Fuck off. There's one, crying for. There's one where um, there's, there is good interaction Robbie has with his daughter. His daughter walks in with a bunch of sweets while he's record, obviously recording the documentary. And she's, and, and she's just like, um, he, he, yeah, Robbie's sat throughout the whole documentary in his pants on his bed basically doing this. Classic sign of someone that like, has depression and stuff, you know, where they just spend yeah. all day in bed. But um, anyway, he's there watching the documentary and he pauses it at one point when his daughter comes in with a bunch of snacks and stuff. And it's just, she's like, Can I have these? And he, he goes, uh, What did mum say? And uh, she just goes, um, He goes, Are you asking me? Because mummy said no. And she just, she just goes, uh, And he just goes, Come here, come here. And he takes the snacks off, off her kind of thing. He goes, Come on, because you're a good girl. And daddy's just watching his, uh, watching his life back. Kind of he just like go on, go off and play. And he takes all the stacks. He just opens. One of those he's watching. <laughs> That's a nice little bit. Yeah, that is definitely so, something I would do. Be like, uh, it's literally because of you asking me because your mum said no. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I don't want that smoke. Nope. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm not getting involved. Yeah, and there's one. Yeah, and there's a point where his daughter comes in again and wants to watch like parts of his life with him. And he's like, yeah, sure. And then they, she's like asking like questions about take that and stuff. So who's that? Who's that guy? So I was like, yeah, I was in a band. Like we take that and this Gary Barlow. It's just like, did you get on with Gary Barlow? He's like, mm, not so much. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, not so much. Yeah, yeah. Bora, yeah, yeah. Bora popped and up then, again. Yeah. Yeah, and then she comes in a bit later. We want to watch documentary, and he it's at the point where he's like on the tour kind of thing, and he just got, and then he's about to play it, and he goes, he pulls, he goes, actually, he goes, I'm daddy's gonna have to watch this bit on his own. I'm afraid. He goes, you're not old enough to to see to see this. I'm afraid. I'm sorry. And yeah, she leaves. But yeah, that's about the interactions you get. He seems good. Um, I, if you're a massive Robbie Williams fan, as as we are, I would suggest like checking it out just to see like, the behind the scenes stuff. I I definitely didn't cry when he left. Take that. 
I weren't. Old I did first because I was so young. Yeah, I, I weren't old enough to care. I definitely didn't. ran into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Honest. I don't even know how old I was. How old I would have been when he left. That like would have been ninety-seven. So. They split. I think so it was I earlier. Ninety-five. I would have been ninety-six. I think might. I would have been ninety-seven. If it's 96, yeah. 97, I would have been four or five, and all I cared about was the newest iteration of Power Rangers. So yeah. it was very obvious that at that point, like Robbie was obviously jealous of Gary Bardo, yeah. like being the person that everyone was telling to have like a massive single career. So you could see like it was his drive to do like to be better than Gary Bardo. Well, it was at the same time, and at the same time, it kind of like fucked him by actually having like a famous career where he couldn't be on his own yeah. and stuff you know it, wor- so. it worked yet he uh at what cost yeah that's why i always say fame is not is not is not great it's great it's to have money cracked up it's not, not great cracked, to have fame. No, it's cracked up to be if you could be if you could be rich without the fame then do that yeah don't commit crimes though unless they're good crimes Unless they're white collar crimes, you can commit white collar crimes. That's oh, white collar crimes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if they say why, we didn't tell you to do it. Yeah, don't hurt people if yeah. you're going to get rich. You could be do Unless illegal they deserve things. It. I'm joking. <laughs> or, am or, I? Is <laughs> or am I? Or is he? Or am I? Yeah. Well, if there is a safe cracker and a getaway driver, let us know. We've got a plan. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, cool. I know a man with a shark. I know uh, a man with a <laughs> wood cut chipper. Is it the deep? <laughs> and uh, I know where we can find a volcano. Mitch won't understand that. And I know where we can find an active volcano. <laughs> Just all right, wrap us up then. <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. You can find all idle chats and all podcasting platforms. You can also find all our main episodes there. Thank you and peace.